Wolfpack Ninja Podcast, Episode 23, Team American Ninja Warrior Champions, Party Time. Welcome to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. I'm Megan Martin. And I'm Ian Dory. I'm Brian Arnold. And I'm Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. Thanks for joining our weekly conversation about health, fitness, and all things Ninja Warrior. We will be interviewing all of the top American Ninja Warrior stars, and we encourage you to visit our website, www.wolfpackninjas.com. And kids, you can get your free Wolfpack Ninja Cub certificate there. If you like our podcast, please share, subscribe, and like on iTunes. Also, give us a follow on our social media. We're always posting new content, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Together, we can make the world a healthier and happier place. So join us. Okay, I'm the Ninja Doc Noah Kaufman. Welcome back to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. Today is going to be an awesome show, kind of a slightly different thing. Guess who we have, Ian? Who do we have? Tell me. We've got our very own Brian Arnold as part of, and we've got the whole team party time. Oh, all right. Yeah. Nice. Jake Murray, Jennifer Tavernier, and those guys did it. They took. They were the first champions for Team Ninja Warrior on Esquire. I know. I remember. I was losing my mind when he climbed that tower and won it all. Was, oh, that was amazing. So cool. So cool, man. Yeah, and did you see last night? Brian crushed the course, and so did Megan. It was awesome. Uh, and Jake did as well. It was amazing. Well, and you did too, dude. Well, of course. We'll pack, you know. <laughs> man, it was a really cool course. And what was it like? It was it was a really challenging course. I think the spinning log was not my favorite obstacle, but as yeah. soon as you got off it, you were just you were dazed and confused, and you're like, "What's going on?" And you had to hit a trampoline, and then they had this funky uh, balanced obstacle where there's, there was a pole in the middle. Oh yeah, and you wanted to just bound across it, but you couldn't because that pole was kind of blocking you, and it was a little bit wet outside, so it was a little slick, but. Overall, it was it was one of the most fun courses I've been on. Oh wow! Now, how hard was that that kind of like playground element with the the disc that spin around the pole? I think that it was more mental than it was physically challenging, because you just had to know that it's going to be spinning in a circle and sort of anticipate the spin. And so, if you could anticipate it and sort of jump around on it, it wasn't too hard. But as you saw, many athletes would start spinning in a circle, and once it gets going and you keep that momentum, it'll just spin you right off. There were some really inspiring moments from last night's episode. I mean, the one-legged ninja. Unbelievable. That was shocking. I was I was so impressed and amazed yeah. that he did the spinning log. I was like, this guy is a boss. This is awesome. Yeah, you saw it live, and I mean, it must have been mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he was very confident, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to take my leg off, and I'm going to go up there, and I'm going to do my best. And I was like, I don't know, that spinning log might be hard for you. Because for me, I clamped it and wrapped my feet around. And, you know, he only has one leg, yeah. so he didn't have that same advantage. And so he was at a major disadvantage when he started that obstacle, but the way that he used his body and the momentum change to slow the log down... It was genius, and he got through it. I was like, was total holy genius. cow, like, amazing. Yeah, he, he was incredible. I got to tell you, I was a little bit sad that I couldn't be there with you guys. I really wanted to run the course. But it was, it was so great to see you guys excel and crush and dominate. And uh, 
You know, it's not that bad. I, I'm I'm getting to save people's lives in the ER. I know, I know. You, you say that, I know, I get it. But I will let you know there was a line of fans wrapped around the entire city. And every time we had to go do interviews or go to the bathroom, we'd walk by them. And they were asking about you. They're like, where's the ninja doc? Where's oh, the ninja man. doc? And I'm like... Oh, he's uh, he's trying to make partner. He's too busy to come here. <laughs> so your fans missed you, and we missed you as well. So yeah, well, it was great seeing you guys excel. Can't wait to yeah. see. Can't wait to see how you do on finals. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be exciting. More hard obstacles, upper body obstacles, and it's a stacked field, so it's anyone's game. Yeah, and we really kind of have a good sense that they're going to make things harder this year. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do that, how they step it up, and will they be able to stop the Wolfpack Ninjas? Well, I doubt it, but... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Indianapolis qualifiers were amazing, but I want to take it back a second and talk about Brian again. I just want to talk a little bit about how cool it is to have Brian in the Wolfpack and how amazing that guy is. Yeah, so Brian brought me and I think you as well, Noah, yeah, to Ninja Warrior. And so he's kind of been that like older brother figure, like showing me the ropes, teaching me how to do all these different obstacles. And really, I owe a lot of credit to Brian. I mean, he taught me how to do the warp wall, the salmon ladder, all kinds of different parkour tricks that I now use in Ninja Warrior. So yeah. I have a lot of respect, and thanks, Brian. I, uh, I owe a lot to you. Brian is such a funny guy, and a lot of people don't realize it, but he's such a character. <laughs> like, do you know, so I got to tell you some some Brian practical jokes that he pulls. Did you hear about when he uh, he took all the food and the shelves out of the refrigerator, and then he got inside the refrigerator, he got inside the fridge, <laughs> oh, okay. and waited for Shonda and the kids to come home, and he, he waited for any, and I think he was like calling them on the cell phone, like... You know, trying to get them to open the door and he was going to jump out. And he he sets up all these elaborate, like, fishing lines to, like, make things move around the house. He's such a joker. He's he's a great guy and he's a really good friend. Yeah, yeah. He It's funny. We'll be doing these very serious conversations and suddenly he'll, like, get this idea and, like, pull a prank on Megan or me. You know, I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, how did you even think of that? Like, he's, he's so, quick. He's so witty. Yeah, he's quick. So. Yeah, yeah, and you know, the other thing, though, is, and I've said this before, but it always impresses me. He's such a smart guy. And, you know, he's not like, he's he's gone to college and highly educated or anything, but, you know, for, he loves the game of chess. And he's so intelligent and no, I'm I'm a decently smart guy. I'm a physician. I've played chess my whole life. I like almost never beat Brian. He's sick. He's really good. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, but he, he, and he approaches the course like that. Yeah, I agree. It's always he's always thinking in steps and the process, not necessarily like the instant gratification, but in the long term, what can I get out of this? So, and you can see that you know he beat stage one. He's the Team Ninja Warrior champion. So obviously, it's working. Yeah, and he was an obvious choice for captain. Uh, maybe let's get into their interview and, and hear what they had to say, and then we can talk a little bit about Jake and Jen afterwards. All right, let's do it. Okay, let's get to it. Let's just do a real quick uh, word from our sponsor. They help us support this show, so please support them. Thank you. Thank you, sponsors. 
Guys, we're here with Party Time. This is going to be an awesome podcast. Really excited. You guys, it's awesome to have you here. Thanks for having us. Yes. We're thrilled. Yeah. Jake Murray in the house. <laughs> kind of ninja-renowned jokester, trickster, uh, doing cannonballs off of the end of stage yeah. one. Most ninjas just want to get to the end of stage one. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. We're going to talk about that. Jen Tavernier, like one of the strongest ninjas out there, man, man or woman. I mean, I, I don't you. think it matters at all. And Watching you just dominate, not only the warp wall, but every other upper body, I'm like, wow, I wish I had that strength to weight ratio and that strength and, you know, like, few ninjas have that. Thanks so, a lot. you're amazing. We're going to talk with you about being a mom and awesome. pulling off the training and the things that you do. I, you're my hero. Thank you. Seriously. <laughs> I, I want you to hang out with my wife and, like... <laughs> Thanks I mean, Samay is pretty awesome, but we got to get her into ninja world, you know? She still thinks it's all pretty crazy. Brian Arnold, a man who needs no introduction. Yes. Right. <laughs> Team captain, a leader, a motivator. I mean, you got these guys psyched, right? You were like, we're going to win. Uh, they got me psyched. I, I mean, it was mutual. That was Jake. Jake said, Jake. So you really didn't Jake have much that. to do with it. Um, no, I was relying on them. I mean, there was, the competition was <laughs> steep. Brian helps us relax and have fun. Yeah, and that Brian, was important too. The thing is, Brian's a pretty humble guy, right? Mm -hmm. He's one of the main champions of Ninja, the whole Ninja Warrior universe. He's legend status. Mm -hmm. He's full on legend status. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. I'm psyched you're my bro. I'm psyched you're a wolf, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. But uh, yeah, I mean, having the three of you here, it's like, wow. I mean, I'm. I'm like, shit, I'm quaking. I'm psyched. I'm psyched. There's so much I want to know. First, what was it like to win the whole thing? Like, was it surreal? It, was it Exactly. It was surreal. I remember when Brian hit the buzzer in the final race, I looked at Jen, and we were kind of in disbelief. <laughs> You're like, we did it. Every yeah. time we won, I yeah. felt like, yeah, I I think, felt like that. Yeah. I was just a little teary-eyed, like, what just happened? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there were so many good teams. I just remember at the beginning being like, oh, man, I wonder who's going to win this whole thing because there's so many good competitors, and it was so hard to choose. Right. And since it's a team event, you don't, you don't know like how the format's going to play out and if the weak link in the team is going to take the team down or you know what I mean there's so many unknown variables so the further along we got I was just like wow maybe but I I almost didn't want to I wouldn't let myself even go think about the last race or anything I just kept thinking about the next race sure and keeping yeah. I was trying to keep these guys like psyched and motivated mm -hmm. but 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 by doing that i was also talking because i had doubt in my mind and i was squashing that doubt and i was concentrating on them instead of my my doubt in my in my head yeah and mm -hmm. everybody has doubt as a part of all these competitions mm -hmm. i mean we're all nervous when we stand up there maybe less so in team ninja because it was like there's less time right it was like boom 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 <clears throat> boom it was quick and that was pretty cool but you guys defeated those demons, you know, and performed at at your level and came out on top. And there were teams like Drew and James. I mean, I was like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, which we were wow. pitted against right away. The yeah. first episode was I know. I was like, us. oh, man, I wonder what's going to happen. Because mm -hmm. Drew, I mean, come on. Right. His James. whole team yeah. was full of rock stars. Yeah, and oh Jamie and Abel's God. team. Seriously solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, they had an amazing team and... I mean, G-Force was amazing, mm -hmm. but just, you know, and, and it just, it was almost like if they did this competition a whole bunch of times, 
I wonder what the outcome would be out of a hundred times, right. you know, but you guys yeah. pulled it off the first time. So <laughs> yeah, mad props. And you were injured, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. I hurt my ankle, not my knee. It, yeah. I mean, it looked hard. They kept, of course, replaying, sh- it. replaying it, right? showing it in slow-mo. They love that. But it was nice because it was kind of, it was closure for me because I was curious. Uh, it all happened so fast that I was pretty unsure exactly what happened so it was nice to finally get to see it in slow motion yeah what did happen do you think uh i think it it was kind of like on the impact my ankle twisted and so tore some ligaments perhaps yeah and i mean how long did it take you to heal from that Uh, it's still not 100 percent, but um i would say a few months and i was skateboarding again but you you taped it up and Mm -hmm. rocked it i mean do you think that was mostly mental or uh adrenaline Mm -hmm. mostly but the tape helped and ibuprofen yeah wow man we were so glad he could race again oh yeah i was too i didn't want to sit on the sidelines and be the cheerleader no no. yeah when he went out i actually thought i was like well we're not gonna win now like i didn't think (laughs) yeah i mean i was relying on jake not only because like physically i knew he could win all every race he did Mm -hmm. but mentally i was like okay if i if if i don't feel good or if you know what I mean, yeah. I don't feel up to it. I knew Jake was always there, and that was mentally really um, reassuring. Yeah, it was reassuring for me because I knew Jake was—he's, you know, he's faster than me when we race sometimes. So, um, just knowing that he could step in and take the captain's spot. Um, so when he when he fell, I was like, oh man, I don't, you know what I mean? It was a lot yeah. of doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's like he was he was the rock, and <laughs> and I'll be honest, um, Jenna, we had no idea. In the beginning, we knew she was strong. We knew she was strong, but we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know anything about Jen. So that turned out to be a good, a good <laughs> solid, solid choice. Yeah, I would. Glad you took a chance on me. I would say so. And Jen, now when we do your private interview, we're going to talk a lot about being a mom and training and how you attain this like amazing level of fitness that I think very few ninjas overall have, which is really cool. I mean, your level is really impressive. Now, coming into this, you didn't know yeah. these guys super well. No, not real well. You know, you must have just thought, Brian Arnold, oh, man, this guy did a whole bunch. And Jake Murray, I don't know what you thought about him. Maybe goofball, <laughs> right? Or, or what, flash dance? <laughs> Footloose. Footloose, right, right. Common misconception. Right, Footloose. Okay, and we're, and we're going to have in our show notes a link to Footloose. because the, your Sweet. Your parody uh, of yeah, Footloose my... because... I mean, how many millions of views has it had? Uh, not quite a million. Uh, it's still about just above a quarter of a million. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. I had okay. to pull it because NBC contacted me and oh, more or less. It was getting too, it down. Yeah. too popular. Right. <laughs> wow. That, that's awesome. I can't believe hundreds of thousands. That's amazing of views. So, yeah, Jen, what did you think? Oh, I was, I was nervous for sure. I knew Jake a little bit more than I knew Brian because Jake had come up to Minnesota for a competition and we had... I had met him there, and then we hung out. We flew out together. Um, so it was nice to get to know him. And Jake's an easy guy to be around. Makes you feel super comfortable. For sure, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it was great getting to know Brian, too. Also made me feel really comfortable. I could tell he believed in me and just wanted me to do my best. So it was it was a great time getting to know these guys throughout the week. Did you feel like you had an advantage stepping out there? Like, were you confident against these other women? It depended on which woman it was that I was right. running against. Sure, of course. I, I'm glad that I got to test last year and be on some of the obstacles. That definitely gave me some confidence. For sure. And the course, 
I, I knew I just was gonna need to go really fast. I was confident I could complete the course, but I wasn't sure I could do it faster than all the other girls. And the warp wall, you already had that in the satch? You know, warped wall, I, I mean, I train a lot on a wall um, and this one was tough. So yeah. I, I didn't know for sure if I was gonna be able to, to get all the way up or not. Well, you dominated it. Thank so you. party time, awesome. Yeah, what, what surprised me was Jen's speed. And that was the big unknown, I think, for us when when we were before we even saw Jen run because I'd sure. never seen her yeah. run fast. And so after her first race, I was so happy. I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we got <laughs> yeah, you guys were solid." Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, "We got a good team." On that note, though, I did see her at the Ninja Intensity Competition run up the warp wall, and I was so impressed with how fast she darted at the wall. Very it's fast. The only yeah. chance I have of getting up there is to run fast. <laughs> Man, if you guys haven't seen Jennifer's social media posts that she does, they are some of the most impressive videos you will ever see. Totally. Thank I, I you. cannot even imagine doing some of the the core exercises that you do. Right. They're very, very impressive. Wait, now hold on. I saw you <laughs> jump off of a trampoline like eight feet through the air and grab a hold one arm and swing around. You did not hurt yourself? Or... I didn't hurt myself. No. Oh my I god. Was training with uh, with Kevin, the owner at NU and yeah, he's like, This would make a sweet video, you should try it. And... Oh my god, don't do that. That's like <laughs> that freaks me out. I mean seriously, like I climb pretty hard, like double digits, and I wouldn't do that. I mean like I my big body would tear me off. Oh, can you imagine doing that? Uh, I've I've done that. That's why I got a shoulder injury. (laughs) So, you know, I want to change gears a little bit and talk a little bit about the show, about Team Ninja Warriors, the show, because the fans and people out there just have a lot of questions, like what goes on behind the scenes and how were teams made and this, that, and the other thing. So, Brian, let's start with you. How, you know, how was it that the teams were made? Yeah, so I got a a call, and they were asking me to be a team captain, and I know you got a call also, and there's some other people we were called and asked to be a team captain, and they told us a little bit about the show. And then I was called a a few days later and given a list of people to choose from on who potentially I would want on my team, another guy, and got a list of girls. And from that list, I immediately chose Jake, and then Jen wasn't on my list, I didn't like the list that I was given, so that's when I um, I started looking around and I asked them if I could find someone else, and that's when I went on the hunt and eventually ended up picking Jen. Good move, Brian. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm a genius, I guess. You called your team and let them know that they were going to be on, or did, they, did the show call you guys? I got a call from Claire in casting, and she let me know that I was chosen by a captain. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah because I think the list was given to other captains and they were kind of some you know some people didn't pick whose team they were on i think they were wanting people to be on the same team but obviously everyone there were some people that were very valuable and very wanted so i think what they were doing was asking the other people whose team would you rather be on you know as think tank matt wilder on my team because he's another doctor and i wanted matt he was you know he married us and you know i know how skilled and how amazing he is so Mm -hmm. it was kind of a no-brainer but I think everybody wanted Megan Martin, you oh, know, yeah, I'm you sure. know, I, I mean, so that she was and, my first pick. Yeah. And, and honestly, she's and, you know, we train together all the time. So we know her skill set, but they split up the captains. They split up like the Wolfpack, for instance, and made us all captains, except for Megan. And 
there's going to be some TV show element to it. it. It's it's like picking teams at school, I guess. Yeah. So so then what happened? They flew they flew everybody out and they put us up in a hotel. Go to the set where all the ninjas. Here's the funniest thing I thought, and you guys can tell me a story or two about this. But all the ninjas want to get a look at the course. So the ninjas mm-hmm. find out where the course is. Right. And this is like constantly our MO. Naturally. On all, yeah. On all our American Ninja Warrior escapades, we want to see the course so we can start planning and visualizing and attacking the course mentally. So we find a way to find the course and sneak in. Right. Without doing anything illegal, I should say. Mm-hmm. And sneak into the course and find it. And production like... And then get yelled at. And then get yelled at. And they're constantly kicking the ninjas out. Yeah. Any funny stories about that? Yeah, it was. I was with you. Were, it was Brian and Noah, Lance. It was. It was a <laughs> gaggle of ninjas, and we show up, and we had some of production kind of double take and look look at us like we're crazy, and then uh, basically shoo us off. Yeah, but the damage was done. We had the right. iPhones yeah, out. Right. <laughs> Take pictures for me. <laughs> yeah, full on spy mode. And, and then of course the ninjas have you know we're like super tight bros and sisses with with other ninjas who are testing the course. So all kinds of stuff is leaking out from them. You know, and production knows this. There's It's mm-hmm. inevitable, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah, it is inevitable. And there's game we all play. It, it is. It's a game like like even right now they're filming the city courses as we as we're recording this and we're getting footage and pictures of the obstacles from other competitors. So we kind of kind of know what to expect and kind of alter our training accordingly. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that's important to note for everybody out there who watched, for example, Los Angeles last year. None of those ninjas really knew what the final obstacle was. So they had to face that, the ring, the invisible ladder, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. They had to face that for the first time without knowing what it was going to be. And then every course after that, you know, got to really kind of train for it and set up a mock of it. And so... That's why, you know, generally speaking, the the L.A. ninjas are at a big disadvantage. And and they don't, you know, you don't know that when you're watching the show. Right. So a big kudos to the guys that made it up. Yeah. Which last year was only Coolridge. Yeah. Only Nicholas Coolridge made it up. Oh, really? Finished it. He was the only one. But others were really close and pumped out a little bit. And now, now what about getting fed on the set? And Yeah. So Ninja takes care of us pretty good i mean they for use for those of you guys who don't know they give us per diem and then they give us a place to stay and then they shuttle us back and forth from the from the course mm-hmm. from the set we provide yeah. lunch yeah and it's pretty nice you know we're constantly talking strategy and talking with like matt and akbar and those guys are like real close friends to the ninjas and and they're you know behind the scenes they're trying to get what's going on in our head. They're shaking our hands or laughing with us, hanging out. And they totally, you know, want to be ninjas, obviously. <laughs> they want to be able to do the course. It's funny. Matt's, like, constantly like, oh, man, you got <laughs> I wish, you know, I wish I could do it. But did you guys get to talk with Matt and Akbar much on Team Ninja? Tiny bit. Yeah, yeah. very little on Matt came too. up to me a couple times and said some nice things. And... Awesome guys, though. Yeah. Super nice. Yeah, and it seems like as you go on through through the years and through time, like they'll spend more and more time with trying to get to know the ninjas individually. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pretty interesting world being a part of a TV show because my perspective has changed a lot. You realize that there's so much work and there's so much 
so many people behind the scenes. Um, so when you're on set, you see just lots of people running around and they all have their job and it's always like they're in a rush. No matter what we're doing, we're on a time schedule and you, and it has to be met. And so that's pretty interesting to, to watch that all go down and just be a part and just be a part of the whole thing. Cause there's a lot of planning you can see that goes into it. And the ninjas, you know, we're all friends and family, but like a lot of the production crew and like ATS who makes the courses, they're not really allowed to talk with us. And so while we're friends in our outside life, you know, we can't talk about obstacles. They're very careful about giving us information or anything like that. And they do a good job of it. But you can tell, you know, everybody's on point. They're working a job. And the ninjas, although we're really friendly with production and we get to know everybody, you know, they, they're working a job and they're on a deadline. And sometimes herding ninjas, you know, is, uh-huh. is not an easy job not for them. Not at all. No. They have a hard job. They, they do. And, and a lot of the ninjas are, like, there to play and running around and sneaking this and, you know, grabbing a donut from <laughs> <laughs> production's line. Running or off something. to the bathroom. Yeah, running off to the nice bathrooms. <laughs> the we do it because we can. We're ninjas. <laughs> you know, there's a part of it where the ninjas are there to have fun on this obstacle course. And at the same time, we're definitely trying to maintain our individualism because we're not really being paid so, you know, you don't want to work. And they're not asking you to carry things or move things around or do things. But there's definitely sometimes some people get stressed and some people in production are like, ninjas, you know, or ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, and it's like, go here, go there, do this, you know. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes there's not really adequate warming up. Like Team Ninja, how did you guys warm up? There was climb, climb shipping crates. Yep. <laughs> tried to tried to run in the dirt. Yeah, we were doing. Bit. I was just sprinting back and forth. And gravel sprints. Mm-hmm. Hanging hanging off stuff. Um, stretching, jumping around. I mean, it's 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 very interesting to watch everyone. Everyone's in the same boat, and everyone is nervous. Well, most people are nervous. Mm-hmm. They all put us back in this little area that we're where we're on deck basically. And everyone, you can see, is in their own world. And some people handle it differently. And it's interesting to watch people, how they handle their pre-game run. Some people are listening to music. Other people are just talking and laughing, and it doesn't seem to affect them. And then other people look like they're going to throw up. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people are yeah. close, to, close to vomiting. Well, how did you guys, especially like Jen and Jake, How did because I, I know Brian pretty well, but how did you guys deal with your pre-game stuff especially with related to Team Ninja, and it's like a daytime thing, it's not nighttime. Mm-hmm. You know, was there anything special that you did to prepare? Yeah, definitely. I mean, from other competitions that I've done, I know for my body it's really important for me to warm up, and yeah. I'm not going to perform well if I'm not warm. So, yeah, I was <clears throat> had my headphones in, and I was listening to music that gets me jazzed, and then I was doing all kinds of <laughs> high knees and sprints and hanging off of the crates and doing pull-ups and just trying to get warm and yeah. kind of not pay attention too much to other people, kind of stay in my, my own little world. Okay, and I have to know, what kind of music gets you jazzed? <laughs> One Direction? Uh, I like Fireball by Pitbull, I think I was listening to, and Milkshake <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. What about you, Jake? For me, getting warmed up, 
is more mental. Like I like to get myself psyched with positive self-talk. That's huge for me. Totally. And then some nice controlled breathing. But as far as the course was concerned, it wasn't too intense with upper body obstacles. So yeah. that, that's what I really like to get warmed up for. Is it's, it's kind of a warm-up, isn't it? Yeah, the course, yeah. The course yeah. wasn't super strenuous. I mean, I feel even for a course like that, that wasn't too strenuous. And now I'm just speaking for all the older guys out there. I just turned 41. And, man, I can tear a muscle so easy now. You know, so like the salmon ladder was something that's really easy for me. Like, I won't do it unless I've, you know, slowly started to do pull-ups and, mm -hmm. like, I've started to warm up for a while. So it was really challenging because there was no pull-up bar. I mean, mm -hmm. we were doing pull-up on the tents. Like you said, shipping yeah. containers. Yep. Here. <laughs> yep. I've got a funny picture of Kevin Bull on my Instagram, you know, like, pretending to be the Hulk and, like, lifting a shipping <laughs> container. It's pretty awesome. Did you guys see that? No. no. Oh, it's, it's pretty funny. You should check it out. I, I tricked it out, like, in Photoshop. Awesome. And it's, like, all comicized, so... You know, how much was money a motivator? Because there is a cash prize, isn't there? Yeah, there was cash prize. There was. Yeah. For me, it, it didn't, like, I didn't even think about it too much. I to tell you the truth. No. Yeah. You just, I, yeah. You wanted, I wanted to perform well. Yeah, and... we're, we're all pretty competitive, so we just wanted to win. To, <laughs> do you think it would have changed things if it was like a million dollars? Yeah, I think there'd be a bit more pressure. There'd be a lot more pressure, yeah. I think. I, yeah, I feel like I, I could let myself... On this show, I, I, I let myself relax a lot more than I usually do. Absolutely. And I, I know I was having a lot of fun. I don't know oh, about yeah. what you guys... It yeah. was a blast. No, it was like running alongside a friend. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was running alongside a friend. And you were... Yeah, it was a good time. It was like playing on a playground with your friend. There's a great moment, Jake, where you had pre-planned, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Adam Grossman. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like kind of moonwalking on or walking backwards, yeah. doing some uh, some boy band stuff. Yep. We planned that right at the base of the steps while we were waiting. So That's awesome. And, you know, things just kind of flow like that with other ninjas. We're all kind of on the same page when it comes to just having fun in life and working together. And, you know, there's no real animosity there's nothing that lasts in the ninja community for any length of time you know people who don't really fit into the ninja community don't really stick with it or stay is my feeling overall i agree with that i think the way we approached it our our attitude is one of the reasons that we had an i feel like we had an edge over a lot of competitors that really wanted to do well and i saw it in a few people's faces the the pressure and the like the stress that they were putting among, on themselves when we were going out there and we obviously wanted to win i didn't feel like i felt like no one really expected us to do well right we it was were, party time yeah it was and that's kind of like that's one of the reasons i liked our name it's mm -hmm. easy going we had to live up to it how, how did the name come into play and and who uh who thought of the name brian pulled it off of a name generator and he tossed it my way and i loved it Production was shutting down all of our name ideas. I had great <laughs> name did. ideas like, oh my gosh. Uh, Brian barely made the team. Yeah, Brian barely made the team was my favorite. Uh, <laughs> the, then Brian had Arnold's Terminators, which I thought was cool and clever. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they wanted us to incorporate. In the beginning, they, they asked us to pick a name and to incorporate the team captain's name. And then they changed that later on. Yeah, well, I think Party Time was a perfect name, and, you know, the show obviously loved it. I hope that the show gets bigger and, you know, and, and that the opportunities mm -hmm. grow. And, you know, I, I know we, we had a great time as Think Tank, and I was so worried about running against you guys. I'm, 
I can't say I'm glad that Flip Rodriguez beat us in the in the relay, but you know, at least I didn't have to go against y'all. And we would have had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it would have been fun. You know what I did find interesting about the show was some teams were better suited for the racing part yes. of the course, and then other teams were better suited for the relay part. And it was interesting because when you know when you're first looking at the teams, it's like, okay, who's going to win? Is it going to be someone with a really strong team captain? Because a, a strong team captain can carry you all the way to the relay. But you cannot beat the relay with just True. one strong mm-hmm. team member. Mm-hmm. You have to have... You know, you have to have at least two strong people. Jen, what did you think? I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. All right. What did you think about the fact that Jesse Graff was captain, mm-hmm. but that she was forced to kind of run with women and her, and she didn't get an opportunity to win two points for her team type hmm. of thing? Yeah, I don't know if I really thought about that. Yeah, I've never given that thought either. Uh-uh. A lot of people, it kind of was like a little bit of a bummer. Um, it seemed... Like, she should at least have the kind of choice to run whichever leg she wants. She didn't have that option? She didn't. And she's such a fierce competitor. Right. I mean, and now now granted, you know, it's tough to make rules for the show. And Mm -hmm. for, I mean, they did a great job. And they're trying to figure it out. Yeah. But that's kind of an interesting, specific scenario. She was the only team captain. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, watching you, you could have been team captain. Well, Very easily. Thanks, but I don't think that I could have competed with, you know, on the same level as Brian and Jake. I mean, I'm not going as fast as they are through the course and flying up the warped wall. I mean, I took a long time before I ran up that wall. I caught my breath. and I don't know. After watching you, I think there's like a possibility you could go with reckless abandon. <laughs> I, I think that, yeah, I mean, I wonder, like, I would love, mm-hmm. this would be amazing. Oh, my God, you guys. What about a team with, like, you, Megan, and Jesse? Uh, oh, that would be fun to watch. And, I, and I'm not shutting out any other of the top women. I mean, yeah. we, could, we could throw any of them in there. For and, sure. But, For but sure. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. wouldn't that be... That would be sick. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. I'd be, I'd be honored. <laughs> be intimidating. Yeah. yeah, it would be intimidating. I mean, and they, they would have, like, a solid shot, I feel. Yeah. I think it's really cool that Jesse got picked to be a captain. Yeah. I feel like that was a huge honor. Oh, and, yeah. And she deserved it. Especially oh, ab- after her uh, performance last year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She's she's an incredible athlete. And- mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was another topic I wanted to talk about was some people were, they didn't like the format and how there was a round that was the seating round that didn't count and you couldn't get eliminated in. And I know Armchair Ninja Podcast, they were talking about how they wished that they could get rid of that. What I don't think people understand was there was a lot of strategy because of that. Mm-hmm. Because there's, if you lost that round, you immediately were up to race again. There was no resting, and so it it gave it gave you a huge disadvantage <clears throat> to lose that round. Not only were you going up against the faster team, the team that won the other round, but you're also racing immediately, and there's mm-hmm. no rest. And right. you were a lot of people were out of breath, and it became more of a cardio game at that point. And when I think back, there were only like maybe one, maybe two teams that actually lost the seeding round and then continued on. I think I can only think of one team, and that was. Um, I I honestly would have to go back and look, but yeah, I think you're right. Um, it definitely was a big disadvantage. What What about you know they changed something that was pretty interesting, uh, and and this was an interesting change is you could touch the water. 
You could glance the yeah. water. But yeah. what people didn't realize, well, maybe people didn't realize, but maybe they did, was that was still a huge disadvantage because if you got it on your shoes, oh, yeah. was, the see, dancing stones and the warp wall were yeah. treacherous. Treacherous. I mean, top ninjas went out after mm -hmm. just dabbing. But going so fast, you know, um, it, it's hard to kind of keep out of the water all the time. Did all of you guys, did anybody never touch the water? I thought I didn't, but when I watched, it was maybe my race against Nathan I dabbed the bottom, the sole of my shoe, just oh, a little yeah. bit, I mm. think, yeah. I touched on my last, I think the last maybe two relays. I was going, I was just gunning as fast as I could, and I yeah. was getting tired. Yeah, I might have touched almost every time myself. I, I thought it was great that they, they let you do that, because it I does bring too. an element of slipping, and, and no one wants to just see a, a race end because someone dabs the water. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And actually, the only time I didn't dab was my first race with Cowboy. So, yeah, I mean, it was a, an interesting new element, and I, I think it was smart, yeah, because otherwise people would just be walking off the... <laughs> but there there was some confusion early on, though, Noah. Yeah, there was. Yeah, well, the overall, I thought the, the concept was great. The fans, you know, a lot more kids were there in the audience because it was mm -hmm. daytime. Mm -hmm. So, like, it was interesting seeing... It was L.A., so, like, all of Flip Rodriguez's fans, right. it was like the Flip crowd. Seriously. He and, has a huge following. It's impressive. Oh, man, he's, he's an awesome guy. It was really cool to see the fans come out in the daytime, and they loved it. You know, I think, I think that there was a much more positive, genuine fan response than, like, you know, middle of the night, Vegas. It's, it's cool, and the fans love it. It's a lot more waiting around, not quite as much action. What would you guys change if you guys could change anything on the... On the show, would you guys changing the format, or is there anything on Team Ninja? Yeah, hmm. good question. I don't, I don't. I guess I never take the time to think of it like that. I'm just like, this is what I'm given, <laughs> and I'm grateful for it. So, yeah, I was excited that it was being shot during the day, and it was warm and comfortable, yeah. and in the sun. What about you, Brian? There, I thought they did a great job when they explained the format. I was like, wow, they put a lot of thought into this because it actually it made sense with the the amount of teams they had, the players, the point system. It just made it more exciting, and I mm -hmm. thought it was all done really well, especially the part that it was filmed during the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I have to agree. I, I totally agree. I think that it's really difficult to film during the day because the sun is changing angles, and what if it gets cloudy? Right. And, you know, there's all these variables that they can't control that they can control at night. Plus, at night, I mean, it just looks sexy, right? It's like the mm -hmm. lights are bright, and they... But having two people run side by side, I mean, there's something so like intimate about that yeah. that fans can latch on to. And it was cool. I, I would have actually, I would have like paid money to race against you guys. You know, <laughs> just like imagine if there was like, a, you know, you put in 50 cents a run or something. <laughs> it was like a video game. I mean, who wouldn't do that, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I was saying earlier, it's like playing on a playground with your good friends. It's great. Yeah, and they the way they structured it is they encourage you to take risk because you you got another shot. Mm -hmm. be... Absolutely. I loved that. Yeah, because Ninja Warrior, right, it's one shot, one kill. Mm -hmm. We don't get to play on the course. Mm -hmm. and I'm, yeah, I mean, I mean... You had no choice but to go fast. Yeah, and then, yeah, in the seating round, that's what was so great about the seating round that I think a lot of people don't understand is you got to, like, practice. Yeah, you got to practice gave run. Gave a chance to learn the course. Yeah. Yeah, Jake, tell us a little bit about, like, they let us even try the obstacles, which they would never do on normal American Ninja Warrior. Right. T w tell us about that. Yeah, so uh, early in the morning, it was 
slightly before sunrise, I'd say. We had a chance to run the Dancing Stones to see how they worked, essentially. I guess they were worried about us, about them being low percentage. So it was very dewy. <laughs> it was pretty humid. It's pretty close to the coast, so uh, the steps were extremely wet. And uh, oh, yeah. it probably... It might have even, if you were really worried about the steps, it may not have been a bad idea to not do them because if you get on them and you slip, there goes your confidence. Yeah, yeah, and like I, 70% of us were slipping that oh, first yeah. time. I I was still wearing my winter jacket because it was chilly. Right. And I saw everybody slipping. So I dove onto that middle stone and... Took it to the chest. Yep. <laughs> and and pulled myself up because I said you could use hands and, and then... That's what I did every every one of my runs when I got to the Dancing Stones. Yeah, that's so <laughs> they, funny. They didn't like that. I think they cut it out. But <laughs> well, I thought it would be. It was it. awesome to watch, though. I think someone should have stepped on your back. <laughs> that would have made good TV. I would have done it. All right. Well, that was that was awesome, you guys. Party time. Thank you so much for being here. You guys are the first Team Ninja champions. Woo! Ah, Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was awesome, man. It was awesome watching you guys. I can't wait to see you all again next year and just whoop your butts out on the court. Because <laughs> Think Tank's coming for you. Right. We should train this next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But anyways, let's get to some tips. How about we do some guest tips today? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, who wants to start us off? Jen? Sure, I've got one. I'll just say what I did when I first started getting into Ninja. Uh, I think if you're interested in being able to do obstacles, uh, start start learning how to do a pull-up. And once you can do one pull-up, you know, learn how to do two. And I had a little tally that I'd keep every day, and I would do 50 ledge pull-ups a day. Wow. For uh, like a month, maybe I did that. What do you mean ledge pull-ups? Um, instead of a bar, I used like a two by two screwed into a wall. So I was working my forearms a little bit more than I would have. Were you focused on form or? Nope. I was trying to get, I was just trying to build endurance and be able, you know, make my, my fingers and my hands and my forearms stronger and my, you know, obviously my lats and everything else that's used to be able to do pull-ups. But I knew that was going to be really important for being able to do obstacles. So Jen Tavernier pull-ups she says get out and do pull-ups if you're just starting out and i i agree that's one of the most important ninja based things that you can do is get your upper body condition that's a great place to start jake if you've trained with me or you've been at a competition i was at you've probably heard me say breathe a million (laughs) times it's so important and it's so it's so easy to do but it's also so easy to forget to do and if I see you holding your breath, you know, I'll yell, I'll yell at you. I'll let you know. <laughs> but um, focusing on your breathing, it's huge. It brings you into the moment and uh, it gives your muscles the oxygen they need. That's so true. And so many people actually focus on breathing as a part of mental training and as a part of staying relaxed, doing what they're doing. Uh, famous rock climber Fred Nicole is really famous for focusing on his breathing. And uh, we should talk to Fred at some point. <laughs> He's an amazing guy. Brian, tip? So uh, reaction time, you can train this. So on Team Ninja Warrior, this is super important. You just have to react to the, in an instant. Like there is no thinking about it. You're behind and you're seeing someone pull away and you just let your body take over and you can train that. And the way you do, you do that is you train obstacle courses timed. And I do a lot of that um, when I'm doing like parkour and stuff. I'll set up a course and I'll race through it and then I'll try to beat my time and by constantly doing that, I'm doing obstacles fast. And 
it's so helpful when you're on Team Ninja. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what you need. You need you need that reaction time um, where you don't have to sit and think. You just let your body do. And that's what a lot of the parkour guys already naturally do. And so for my tip, you know, today, normally I'm talking about health and stuff, but today I'm going to talk a training tip because it's something I do spend a lot of time thinking about and things that we do. You know, there's two important aspects of agility. I mean, there's more than that, but two main important aspects for for American Ninja Warrior in general and athleticism in general is there's there's hand-eye coordination and there's foot-eye coordination. Parkour guys generally really good at foot-eye coordination. Climbers generally really good at hand-eye coordination. But really, you got to do both. And the best way to practice both is to set up obstacle courses, kind of like Brian, you were saying in your tip, I think jumping with both hands and trying to catch two different things, or sometimes we'll just throw balls to each other and try and catch two balls with our hands. And really those kind of agility exercises for the upper body, climbing is really good to train upper upper body agility. Uh, and then for lower body agility, what we have set up this year is a whole bunch of cinder blocks in the backyard. And we just rearrange them constantly to make new, you know, new obstacles. And it's a great way to, you're looking at something, you jump to it with one foot, you jump to the next cinder block with another foot, or you could do it with two by fours or whatever. I mean, it doesn't cost a lot. You could do it with stones on a river, like Joe Moravsky said during his interview. I mean, there's a lot of great ways to train agility, both upper and lower body. And in addition to that, if you train it with swing, so like a lache, which is when you swing your body and then throw your body from one thing to another thing. And so we'll train liches from like an unstable bridge, which is like the door that's hung between two chains and you're holding onto it above your head. And we'll throw our body to two nunchucks that are hanging or something like that. That's a great way to train agility. And most of the top ninjas are doing that. That requires contact strength, which is the speed at which you can contract your muscles and grab these new obstacles. So that's a really important thing to do. So these are some great tips to get you started on your path to total ninja domination. So guys, real quick, you guys are awesome. You're some of the top ninjas out there, party time. How do people follow you on social media, Jen? Yeah, my handle is at mini ninja. I post uh, every day on Instagram and uh, I have a Facebook page, Jennifer Tavernier dash mini ninja. That is my athlete page. So videos go up there as well and pictures. Okay, and you have over 70,000 Instagram followers, right? I do, right? yeah. I'm so thankful that for is, all the support out there. It's amazing. And your video, and it's because your photos and videos are unbelievable. I follow you. I'm, I, I, I like everything. <laughs> Thank you. It's really cool. Um, yeah, and so Mini Ninja, M-I-N-I. M-I-N-N-E, like Minnesota. Okay, that's important. M-I-N-N-E. Ninja. Ninja. Yep. Awesome, on Instagram. Okay, we'll, we'll put that in our show notes as well. Okay, awesome. Thank you. How about you, Jake? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, just Jake Murray, or uh, follow me on Instagram, and my handle is at amurraycan, like my last name, A-M-U-R-R-A-Y-C-A-N underscore ninja. All right, and we'll post that on our show notes as well. Thank you, guys. That's awesome. Everybody give them a follow, and uh, you know Brian Arnold, obviously, get to him or me through our website, www.wolfpackninjas.com. I want to thank Party Time. Thank you guys again for being here. Thank you. Thank you very much. I think it was a great episode. And uh, thanks to all the listeners out there. Thanks to all the fans. Once again, go to wolfpackninjas.com and check out our show notes. We'll have some video of the podcast. We'll have uh, a whole bunch of individual videos of these guys. Yeah, looking forward to 
seeing you guys run again. Thank you. Party! Party Woo! Party on! <laughs> <laughs> that was a great interview. But before we continue, we need to get a quick word from our sponsors. Yeah, Noah, like you are just saying, to follow on their social media, I think I, I just saw a couple of videos from Jen, and she, was, she posts all these crazy workouts, and I'm watching, and she's doing like these full body rides and uh, these core workouts, and I'm like, holy cow, there's no way I could do that. I was going to say, I <laughs> wish I was that strong. She is really strong. So, very impressive. And what she did on Team Ninja Warrior was even more impressive. Many of the guys were actually missing the warp wall. I think you might have missed the warp wall. I did. It was, <laughs> was kind of dusty. I don't think we need to bring that subject back up. Anyways, regardless of that, she <laughs> did nail the warp wall. And I think several women did, but a lot of people, a lot of veteran ninjas missed it. So, that was very impressive. Yeah, she's really incredible. And their whole team you know, really excels not only on the course, and they're amazing. I mean, they're led by Brian, who's unbelievable. But they're so funny, and they're such good, they're good people. They are like a party to be around. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I think their whole approach to being on the show started with the name, Team Party Time. And I think that was a representation of how they wanted to approach approach the competition. They didn't want to take it too seriously, but at the same time, you know, you can't have a bad party. So they took it just serious enough, <laughs> yeah. you know, to actually take down the entire mountain. So yeah. it, it was it was really perfect. Team Party Time really shows their personality and is them. So I think that they got their name. I think Jake was a big part of it, dude. Because <laughs> Jake is so funny. You know, he's like, he is... Man, he's your brother, you know? Like, when he trains with us, and he's basically part of the wolf pack now. You know, the way we train together, yep, and yep. he's such... He's really, really just exploded in his skill level. Over the last year, he's taken it so seriously, and, you know, it seemed like there was a time when he wasn't keeping up quite as much, and now he's just dominating. Yeah, he's taking his training really seriously. I think that before he thought that just climbing was going to be enough to to be a top ninja and i think being around us and having experience on the show he was like oh this is actually really hard it's not easy and so he took it to that next level and being with us helped him rise more quickly but yeah he's becoming a phenomenal athlete and he's not afraid to to let it all out there he goes fast he's really fluid and then it's really funny after he finishes the course, it, just all his antics, you know, how he, in Vegas, when he jumped off and did a cannonball into the water, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. that was genius. Yeah, that was genius, that was TV time for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think, you know, they, I don't think the production staff loved that. No, I think, no, I don't think they did at all. I, I think the water, like, shorted out a light or something. Yeah, it did, but, I remember. Yeah, but it's still, all the ninjas were like, oh my gosh, like, it, it was, it was really cool. And so, so now Esquire is bringing back Team Ninja Warrior this year. We know they're going to film sometime in August or something. I wonder if they're going to bring back the same teams or if they're going to change it up. Because I would love to see Party Time come back and defend their title. I'm sure they're going to bring back Team Party Time. And it's a TV show, so they're they're going to want to have you know some of the same following from before. So they'll bring back some of the same teams because they have awesome ninjas. And then they're going to bring, you know, new teams that have never been seen, just so there's that new excitement flair added to it. Yeah, and I think they have, like, a college edition for, 
for ninjas who are like 18 to 21 or something? That's right. Yeah, if you're in college and you're 18, at least 18, you can form a team, submit an application and a video, and try to get on. I think they're also going to be filming this around the same time that Esquire films in August. They're trying to do it on a weekend, so even if you do have class, you can still make it. That's going to be cool. That's going to be a great show. I love the concept, man. Team Ninja Warrior is such a fun time for the ninjas. It's cool that it happens in the daytime, and it's great for the fans because a ton of fans come out. Yeah, it's just it's a totally different dynamic. It's speed, it's less stress, and I would say more fun. So I'm glad that they, they took the concept and ran with it. Yeah, well, it, it's really good to see all the personalities that come out when the stress level's a little bit lower. You know, people aren't, they're focused, but there's not a lot of time to be stressed because they really kind of push us through, which is great. And so Team Ninja is really fun. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be another amazing season, and I can't wait to see what Party Time does. Yeah, same here. Well, great conversation. You know, we heard tips from those guys. I gave a tip. How about you and Megan give us a tip, and we'll wrap things up. Let's do some tips. Yeah. Here we Unfortunately, you can't always work out with people because, you know, everyone has different lives and they're busy. But it definitely is helpful when you have people who are trying to accomplish the same kind of goals as you and who can really push you. Because I find that when I work out with other people, having them push me, I kind of try a little bit harder than I would by myself. I mean, and there's days where I can get myself to try pretty hard, but it definitely is easier if you have someone cheering you on or telling you you have to do one more thing because they're kind of holding you accountable. Whereas for yourself, if no one else is there, you can kind of get away with things if you're like, oh, actually, maybe I don't want to do one more climb. Like, I think I'm just going to go home now. <laughs> Whereas with someone else, I'd be like, no, you have to do one more and then you can go home. So... <laughs> Focus is extremely important when you're at the gym. When you're at the gym, you shouldn't have your phone out chatting with people. If you're serious about making gains and growing, throw on your headphones and really focus on the exercise you're about to do. Picture yourself doing the exercise before you even begin, whether that's doing repetitions or doing a rock climb. Mentally focus and see yourself do it before it happens. Don't try to impress the girls or your friends by lifting too much or doing something too fast because you'll probably cheat and get injured. Train hard, but more importantly, train smart. Thanks, guys. Those were great tips as usual. Well, this week they are filming Vegas for A&W Season 8. That's right. That means all the ninjas are going out to Vegas, and we want to wish them luck out there. Who knows? Will the course be beat this year? I don't know. It's tough to say for sure. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. This is the Ninja Doc Noah Kaufman. For the rest of the Wolfpack, we will see you next week. We've got a really great two-part podcast with the rocket, Evan Dollard. This guy, this guy, more power with less shirt. And he's unbelievable. So let's bring him on next week, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for joining the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. If you liked it, please tell a friend. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It would mean a lot. Remember to visit our website at www.wolfpackninjas.com and join us on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Join us next time for another exciting episode with your favorite ninjas and informative health tips.
why did they have like a round that didn't count? It's yeah. annoying too. <laughs> Boom. 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 Let's be Yeah. Okay, so yeah, start from the beginning with that. <laughs> sorry. Dude, don't do sorry. that. Sorry. Right? Totally, you know when you do something <laughs> and you like are instantly like, damn, I'm an idiot. Don't do that. I know. Don't do that. That would be wrong. We'll talk about this kind of stuff. I'll, I'll key you into what's socially okay and not. <laughs>